Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel-obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm super excited to be recording this episode today because it's something that I talk about often is the mistakes that people make on Pinterest. And so I wanted to go through the top eight Pinterest mistakes that I see as a Pinterest coach come up again and again. And you might be thinking, eight, that is a lot of mistakes. And Yes, I feel like with Pinterest, there is a lot of misconceptions about how to use a platform, what's the best strategy, should you do this, should you do that. And to be honest, Pinterest has changed a lot since even just a year ago or even just six months ago. Pinterest is consistently changing, which is why I always say make sure that you are in a space where you can learn about these Pinterest changes if you are using Pinterest to currently market your business. And if you want one of those communities, then I invite you into Passive Profit with Pinterest. It is my signature Pinterest course that'll help you 10x your funnel traffic in under three hours per month. And of course, on autopilot. If that sounds good to you, I will leave the link in the show notes below. But by being in the course, you will have the most up-to-date strategies, do's and don'ts there is. In fact, as I was refilming my course, I was updating all of the modules and the lessons and the worksheets, there was a huge Pinterest update. And so that allowed me to actually update my lessons right away and get them out to my students. All right, so let's get into the eight mistakes. Let's not waste any time here. The first mistake that I see is posting as much as possible. So here's the thing. On Pinterest in previous years, it was really important to post a lot of content So there was a time period where I was posting around 50 times per day. Yeah, I know, that's ridiculous. But it was bringing in a lot of really good results. However, things have changed and I do not recommend posting 50 times per day. In fact, I really recommend quality over quantity. It also depends on how much content you have. So For example, I get this question all of the time. How many pins per day should I be doing? So the minimum I would say as a Pinterest coach is you should be doing at least once a day. I like to see anywhere between two to five times per day, but honestly, it is up to you. It depends on how much content you have, how much time you have, because if someone has a website and they only have three blog posts or maybe they have a website and they have a podcast and a lead magnet and that's it, then you're probably not going to be able to create content five times per day. That probably means that you're not going to have enough content to actually post five times per day or even three times per day or two times per day. So it really depends on your Pinterest strategy, your schedule. 
which is something that we go over in Passive Profit with Pinterest. We create your Pinterest schedule according to your business, not anyone else's. So that's the first mistake that I see is, and this honestly comes down to people using the platform like it's 2018. You just don't have to post to that much these days to get really good results. Number two, the second mistake is posting 50% your pins and 50% others. Now, as a Pinterest coach, again, I have recommended this in the past because that is what worked best for Pinterest at that time. However, this is not necessary anymore. What I recommend these days is to 100% focus on your content, posting your content. Now, if you do come across Pinterest content from others that your audience would love and really would see the value out of it, then of course you can save that to your boards. However, I really recommend, and this is something that I talk about a lot in my course, is focus on your content. This is your business account. You are trying to get your business out there and you just don't need to post other people's content on Pinterest to be successful. So the post 50% of your content and 50% of others is now an old strategy, which is crazy because I feel like I was only talking about this probably like a couple of years ago, but that's how quickly the Pinterest marketing platform can change. And this is why it is so important to keep up to date with Pinterest best practices. Okay, so the third mistake is you're posting the same content all in a row. So this means that you have no variety in your content. Let's pretend that you published a podcast episode and it was called The Best SEO Tips and you created six different pins to that podcast episode. Now, the mistake that you could make would be that you would post those six pins all in a row. So you might post one on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, one on Thursday, one on Friday, one on Saturday, right? However, that's not what I recommend. You really need some space in between posting pins that are leading to the same page on your website. And you want that variety of content. So you don't want to be posting about the same post over and over again. Can you imagine how boring that would be to see on Pinterest or any other platform, for example, if you were posting about the same post like every single day for six days? It would be a nightmare. So Pinterest doesn't want to see this. They want to see a variety of content and they don't want you to spam your new podcast episode all over Pinterest. They want it to be very natural and published in a way that is not spammy. This is a really big one because if you do this consistently, your pins may not reach anyone. They may have zero impressions, zero saves and zero outbound clicks. Or the worst case scenario is that Pinterest thinks that you are spamming and then they suspend your account, which we definitely don't want for you. So make sure that you are creating a schedule that works with Pinterest best practices, because if you don't, you could be creating content that is just not going to be seen by anyone, which is a waste of your time, obviously. And also you could get put in Pinterest jail. We don't want to go there. The fourth mistake that I see is people using it like Instagram. So Pinterest is not a social media platform. You need to use it like a search engine and not a social media platform. People are not going to Pinterest to be social. They are usually using the search bar and they are typing in a search term. 
For example, let's pretend that I'm a nutritionist coach. Maybe your ideal clients would be typing into Pinterest healthy meals, healthy, nutritious meals. What you need to do is you need to find out which search terms your ideal clients are typing into Pinterest. And the big piece to this is knowing how to do SEO. So knowing how to do Pinterest SEO is incredibly important. And this is why in module one of Passive Profit with Pinterest, we are going straight into learning about Pinterest SEO, which is slightly different from Google SEO, by the way, because that is a really important first step. If you don't do SEO on Pinterest, don't expect results. It's as simple as that. Okay, so that was mistake number four, using it like Instagram. So let's go on to mistake number five is deleting underperforming pins. We had a big conversation in the bootcamp that I just hosted. We did a Pinterest bootcamp for four days and I talked a little bit about don't delete pins. Even if it has been three months down the line and you're not seeing any results from that pin. And here's why. That pin could be picked up a year later, two years later. And it could become your most popular pin. So never delete a performing pin. Instead, learn from it and then make sure that next time you're creating pins, you're intentionally creating better pins than you have in the past. So you want to be learning exactly why that pin underperformed and what you can do better for next time, which is why I teach the conversion compass. If you haven't listened to that podcast episode, then go and listen to that. That's a really great episode where I talk a little bit about the conversion compass, which is my tool on how you can actually find out why that pin underperformed, what is happening and what you can do better for next time. So please never delete an underperforming pin. Just leave it and move on. All right, the sixth mistake that I see is focusing on impressions. So impressions are not a bad thing. They're actually really great. It means that your pins are showing up on people's screens. It doesn't mean that they're clicking on them. It doesn't mean that they're stopping to look at them. It just means that your pins are showing up on screens of users, which is fantastic. However, I don't want you to focus on this as your main Pinterest metro, because here's why. Normally as business owners, we want to use marketing platforms to actually take people off that platform and into our business, to learn more about our business, to purchase our products and our services. And so a much important metric that I would love for you to track is outbound clicks, because that is how many clicks you're getting from Pinterest and then to your website. And another metric that you can also focus on is saves, which means that people are saving your content, they find it valuable, and they want to save it for later. So don't focus too much on impressions. Of course, have a look at them. You can track them if you want, but I would definitely put more emphasis on saves and outbound clicks. All right, so mistake number seven, we're nearly there, guys. And I know this is a lot of mistakes, but these come up again and again. So I really wanted to do this episode to just like air it all out and please do not do this. So mistake number seven is using pin share threads. You may have never heard of this before. Pin share thread is a thread on Facebook, normally in Facebook groups, where people drop their latest pin or drop a pin that they want a lot of shares and clicks on. And then what you do is you share or you click on everyone 
else's pin on that share thread. This is not a great thing to do because first of all, it's not natural. So you're not actually helping your pin get out there more. You're potentially harming your entire account because this is a spammy practice. You definitely don't want to be doing this. And these pin share threads are really popular in the blogging space, which is why I know about them because I myself have been a blogger for 11 years and I see these share threads still going on today. They used to be popular and to be completely transparent with you, I used to use pin share threads about, I would say five or, I don't know, five or six years ago, I guess, because they seem to get your content out there. However, it doesn't work like that anymore. And you definitely do not want to be doing this. Not only is it bad and potentially harming your account, but it's also a waste of time when you could be putting that time into creating incredible content that actually helps your audience. And that is how you're going to grow your account. All right. And the last mistake I see is posting landscape pictures or posting square pictures. So when it comes to actually creating and posting Pinterest content, you want to stick with the portrait and the two to three ratio or 1000 by 1500. If you go into Canva, you can use their Pinterest templates size and that is perfect. But a mistake that I see time and time again is posting the wrong size content. And this matters because if someone sees a landscape picture or a square picture on Pinterest, they are usually quite suspicious or they just scroll past it and don't even really see it or think of it as like a low quality piece of content. And Pinterest definitely thinks that as well. So you want to avoid posting wrong size content on Pinterest. So those are the eight Pinterest mistakes that I see again and again as a Pinterest coach. And if you want to learn how to do it the right way, and you want to be in a space where you will get updated when Pinterest updates happen and what to do about it, then come and join us in Passive Profit with Pinterest. If you want to drive a steady stream of high quality traffic to the top of your funnel while working less, if you want to spend less time showing up on social media and having to show up on social media to get people into your lead magnets, if you want to fill your funnel on autopilot with dream leads who are ready to buy, then come join us inside of Passive Profit with Pinterest. Within the course, you'll learn my proven Pinterest funnel traffic system that will allow you to fill your funnel with dream leads for free. So it's pretty simple, right? Bringing more traffic into your converting funnel equals more money. Driving thousands of new eyeballs to your funnel each week can actually be automated and set up to work for you. Even while you are chilling by the beach, whether you're having a nice dinner with your family or you're just having a nap on the couch, I'll show you how to 10x your traffic on autopilot in under three hours per month. So if that sounds good to you and that is one of your big goals for this year, then come join us. I will put the link below. So that's it for today's episode. I hoped you learned something. I hope that if you were doing one of these mistakes that you're not going to do them now. I, that's what I really want from this episode is people just knowing about these mistakes and instead just being very aware of what they are posting on Pinterest and how they are posting on Pinterest so that they can bring more traffic to their funnel and to their website. So that's it for today. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and I will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.